I guess we should do this thing, huh? Fuck yeah, let's do this. All right. Another episode of Tip to Tip with Lou and Chris. My name is Lou. Hey, Chris over here. It's Chris. It's Chris again. Chris as always. We're back. It's been a while. We're fucking back. We're back. See how long this this run lasts before before the <laughs> the dominoes fall again. Hopefully never. Before the house of cars tumbles <laughs> into the into the ocean, floats away. Stability makes things last. I can't. I mean, I don't know how much stability we have, but I'm gonna keep going though as long as you do. So. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. We're doing episode 48 today. Number 48, trucking right along, closing on 50. <laughs> yep, making it happen. I, I'm not sure which episode is going to excite me, like, as far as the number. I think maybe 100 would be a, a milestone I could, you know, breakdance to. I mean, I feel like we've hit a few milestones at this point. Sure, like old enough to buy a barely legal, old enough to drink, old exactly. enough to rent a car. There you go. O- older than both of us <laughs> yeah both of those things but now we're we're at the point where it's like what when we hit like able to get the senior discount at the movie theater exactly well 50 <laughs> i mean 50 is a good number man i mean we've had we've had our ups and downs and you know we've been away a little bit mo i mean 100 percent because of me because <laughs> my wife and i just moved into our new house and indeed congratulations thank you thank you work has been crazy but hoping to get back into our fucking groove here also not to mention some computer problems but always computer problems the gremlins yeah the gremlins (laughs) it's hard to escape them oh shit what are we talking about today um we're talking about bally total fitness dude (laughs) (laughs) we finally entered the fitness industry (laughs) we did we did we're not going to be there for very long i'm gonna be honest with you but uh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna dip our toes into it at the very least. Um, nice. Let's fucking let's do the occupational breakdown. Occupational breakdown. Occupational breakdown. Put your back into that one. I had to knock the dust off. We still have the uh, our pre-recorded version though, so I don't mind you doing that, but it's not necessary. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It just felt good. 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 Well, I'm hoping to put that to use in my my new deathcore project I'm working on. <laughs> Save that for another podcast. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. As I said, the job Bally Total Fitness. It's my 46th job. 46th is very hard to say when you have a lisp. I'm gonna <laughs> just give you a little spoiler alert there. I'm gonna probably not say that anymore this episode. <laughs> Makes me kind of it's kind of emasculating to say it for me. Uh, my position held there, I guess, sales rep. My wage earned zero dollars an hour, and how long employed? Zero. <laughs> this one's a controversial one, uh, much like the Gadzooks episode, if you'll remember, where I had a memory of working there and then realized that I only, in fact, did an interview. <laughs> <laughs> it was all but the interview it was, was so, a working interview, right? Yeah, the interview was so weird. It was like a stage, you know. It was, it was like I felt like I worked a shift. It was enough for me not to want to work a shift. Exactly. 
this is a different situation. And by the end of the episode, you'll understand why I put on the list, mostly just for comedic value, but also because fuck it. (laughs) That's a good reason as any. Yeah. And that was your occupational breakdown. (sighs) Occupational breakdown. Hey. Yeah. It's good to be looking at you again. You too, man. You too. I've I've missed that shiny head of yours. (laughs) (laughs) What's the longest you've gone without, without like shaving the head since you started doing it as a thing? Dude. I mean, you can't, I don't know how high def you can see, but I can't tell. Yeah. I usually do it once a week. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's getting thinner. I'm scared to grow it out. I'm scared what it would look like. Right. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah. I typically do it once a week. I actually got this, uh, I think I told you about it, the Pitbull shaver. Sure. It's like a closer shave. Pitbull like the singer or the, is he a singer? Is he just like a DJ? What is, what is Pitbull? He's a, he's, he does it all, man. He's everything. (laughs) Okay. Gotcha. So Um, is it, is that, is it branded by him or is it not related to him at all? No, it's the dog. Okay. Cause he's a dog. It it wouldn't surprise me if there was a Pitbull branded shaving system of some kind, you know? Exactly. I'm in good company, but, uh, (laughs) yeah, it's a closer shave. Fuck. If you guys want to sponsor us, that would be great. (laughs) Um, yeah, it's a, it's a close shave, but. Yeah, typically a week because it's getting a little thin. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying like after a week you could start really seeing how thin it is and it it, it concerns you and so you're compelled to do it again? Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's like a week I start to see it growing out. It's also kind of like I like my shit to look a certain way. I like to keep symmetrical and stuff. Sure, sure. You know how it goes. Got to make the ladies happy. Oh, come on. I don't know if I've ever seen your dad. How's his hair? His hair took you a long time to get to where I was at there. You're like, you're like wait, what's a dad? <laughs> no, I was looking. I'm I'm going back to check garage band oh, okay. to make sure everything's cool. Uh, my dad has thinner hair for sure. It's um okay. So you know your hair is going back. Mm-hmm. His goes further. Okay, and it's a lot thinner on top, but he still has it. He still has some. Yeah. So you're saying that you're worse off than he is. I feel like I'm worse off, but that's the thing too, because I haven't had it grown out in fucking ten years. Right. So maybe you could like style it in a way that would hide some of the the limitations. Uh, yeah, but I don't want to be that guy. I know. I think we've talked about it before. I Tammy is like my canary in a coal mine. If I get to a certain point where she's like, "It's time," then that's when I'm like, "Okay, the shaved head is now my my look going forward." Now, as you can see, I recently well, you don't know recently because we haven't recorded in a while, but I had let it grow for a while. I actually had like some hair to style, and then maybe about two weeks ago, I got sick. I really didn't feel well, and it was one of those like, I just need to shave everything off. Um, so I shaved my head again, but I don't shave it with a razor. I shave it with just a you know, the, the buzzers, the clippers. Yeah, the clippers. Um, yeah, and I still have hair, so I'm not to the point yet. But I, I keep asking Tammy, like, is it time? And she's like, no, it's not time yet. I'll let you know. No, so. and you grow it out, and it looks good. Like, you can make it work. Yeah, it's acceptable. I would say acceptable is the most all, the, the most positive I'll say about my level of hair growth. But, you know, as, as a 45-year-old guy, it's probably about appropriate, especially a guy that's not in great shape, that doesn't eat healthy and doesn't really give a fuck i'm not doing any kind of regiment to try to keep my hair uh so welcome to hair the podcast thanks for joining (laughs) us no we were were talking about uh 
Bally's Total Fitness. Not not Bally's, it's Bally Total Fitness. I always want to put an S on the end of that son of a bitch. Did you ever work out at a Bally's? <sighs> You're about to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You're about to find out. So after Circuit City from last episode, as you recall, I got hired at Circuit City in Duluth, Georgia. Worked there for, you know, I think one shift, maybe two shifts. All I remember is uh, hooking up some speakers and knowing that it was not going to be a good fit for me. Uh, Yeah, had a bunch of interviews at the usual retail suspects. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to try gyms because I need to work out again. I miss lifting weights. So I decided to to hit some gyms. So I know I I applied at Bally. I applied at LA Fitness. And LA Fitness actually gave me an interview. So I had an interview. The guy at LA Fitness seemed like a fucking nut job. He just, he was a little off. He was a little too enthusiastic. He was one of those, like, enthusiastic gym guys. Salesman. Uh, Yeah. And he offered me a sales position there, which was 100% commission-based, which, let's be honest, means I'm going to make $0 an hour. And not because it's commission-based, but because I'm a terrible salesman. I will be a terrible salesman. It doesn't matter if I love the product. I'm not a good salesman. My attitude about sales is like, if you want it, you should buy it. But if you don't, you know, don't buy it. (laughs) See you later. (laughs) It's not the right attitude for sales. But uh, I basically told him I'd take it just in case I couldn't find anything else. And uh, then I went to fill out my new hire paperwork. Uh at LA Fitness, so I was like fully prepared to take this fucking job at LA Fitness and see what happens, which you and I both know it would have been a a one or two-er, and that's it. Probably get lewd, but hey, man, I'm always willing to see what happens. I'm always willing to throw that dart. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it. But yeah, then I got an interview at Bally's, and instead of going to my first day at LA Fitness, I said, fuck it, I'm going to go to Bally's because I got a better vibe from the guy on the phone, I think. Yeah. So I went to Bally's and they fucking hired me on the spot and it was more or less the same kind of deal. Like I think there was probably like a very mediocre wage and then it was mostly commission based. But the problem with Bally was that it was kind of far away. And you'll recall I was sharing a car with Tammy. So she had to get to and from her. Uh, she was working at a like a preschool uh, at the time. So I was like, okay, it's going to be, it's going to mean a lot of like her dropping me off super early for a shift or me dropping her off and then her having to wait around for me to get off work. And you know, that kind of bullshit that happens when you share a car with somebody, it wasn't close enough that I could walk. And it was Georgia's public transportation at that time where I lived was garbage. There was like, just not, it wasn't designed to get people to and from work. So that said, it's me. I'm a lazy fuck. If I had been like, you know, one of those go-getter types who had three jobs and make makes it happen. Like, yeah, I'd, I'd get there, but I'll find an excuse. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, that shit sucks. It just it does suck. Just call and, it what it is. And I've had jobs where I walked. I mean, you know, if you think back to the episode where I worked at uh, the um, calendar kiosk, right? I walked three miles there, three miles back every day. I didn't have a car then. And you know, work there consistently for months doing that. So I don't, I don't mind a walk, but anything more than like four or five miles is just too much. And I can't remember how far this was, but I know it was like pretty far. And also at the time, like Georgia just didn't have fucking sidewalks. You'd be walking on like an unfinished side of a road and it'd be raining and you'd be getting like blasted with mud and shit. It's just no bueno. If you're walking three miles to and three miles back, how long a walk is that? Like 45 minutes at a like decent pace not like a 
sweating your ass off pace, but an average human being walks four miles an hour is what I've read. Mm. Um, and it seems reasonable about an hour for, you know, four miles. It's 15 minutes a mile, which sure. think about like running a mile. Like when you used to do the 12 minute run in high school, you know, it was like you probably running like a mile and a half if you're running <laughs> at like a fat guy pace like <laughs> was, or exactly. walking. Um, but yeah, so it was it was too far to walk, but I was like, well, I'll take the job. I'll see what happens. I just wanted to get in there and, and get a vibe. And my hope is always like, if I like a job enough, maybe I'll find a way, you know, I, maybe I'll just find a way to work there long enough to get a car or whatever it is. But, you know, just got to get my foot in the door. So as I said, they hired me at, on the spot during my interview and they could said I could start the following Thursday. And since I wasn't an employee there, technically, I wasn't supposed to be able to like lift for free but i asked the guy i was like hey like can i can i lift weights you think like before thursday and he's like yeah man just let him know you know like when you come in and that's fine so i think the next day i came in to fucking lift weights and it was just far <laughs> the place was just far as so i went there and i lifted weights as an employee which is why it's on this fucking list and then <laughs> had a conversation with tammy when i got home after my lift and I was like, yeah, it's, oh, shit. I actually wrote in my notes here. It was about nine miles from where Holy I live. Holy fuck. Yeah. So if I was walking to and from, that's 18-mile walk a day. <laughs> so, so that was not for, reasonable. For $2 an hour mm -hmm. before mm -hmm. commission. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I basically, after that second time going where I lifted weights for free as an employee, uh, I was like, no, that's just not gonna happen because i'm never gonna walk home from there that's just ridiculous uh and i never went back so the reason why i feel comfortable putting it on my list is because i filled out new hire paperwork and i got the job and i went there and i lifted weights as an employee but i never actually worked a shift <laughs> you can't see me but my head was just buried in my hands because yeah, i can't fucking believe it yeah i mean it's it's pretty funny to get a job at a gym and then lift for free and then never show up for your first shift <laughs> no it's hilarious it's like working at best buy getting hired hey can i use my discount really quick <laughs> you know exactly that's why most places will not let you use your employee discount after or before a certain time exactly. i don't know if you remember best buy had a policy about that you couldn't use your employee discount until you'd been employed there for I don't know, six weeks or 30 days or something. There was some sort of threshold you had to meet before you could use your discount. And pretty much every place I've worked had something like that. Um, I don't, I'm sure the reason why they wouldn't have that at a gym is because they're not physically, you're not really taking a product. I mean, I guess if I'm there and I'm taking up space and it's busy, maybe I'm taking up the spot of a paying customer, but it's not like it was busy. I mean, I was lifting weights in a half empty gym. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it wasn't a bad place, although I remember it being kind of, like, dark and small. Like, I've seen valleys that look big and lit up with big glass windows and, like, real futuristic and, like, lots of neon and shit. I don't remember this one being that way. This one was more like a cave. Store like a storefront? Yeah, it was in, like, a strip mall. Okay. Yeah, it was, like, part of a strip mall. So, not dissimilar to most LA fitnesses that I've been to, um, but something about this one was darker. You know, I don't know. I, my favorite like, like gym, it was like it was haunted. Like it was haunted. Yes, I heard <laughs> footsteps behind me while I was on the on the incline press. Uh, 
Uh, this is a good time. <laughs> a something, good time. something about it seemed. <laughs> I don't just know. Cre- it just creeped me out. I don't know. Like no, it it was dark. It was like a not well lit gym. It, that's my memory of it. Maybe it's because sure. my memory is not well lit. So <laughs> maybe the gym itself is perfectly fine, Very and I'm possible. just. Uh, putting a, a weird shade on the memory of it but no I w- what i was gonna say is like my favorite gym experience like you and i have both uh done a good amount of lifting in our days uh you probably more than me i would imagine at this point um and we both i'm sure have like our favorite gym experiences our least favorite gym experiences like funny ones like all that kind of shit but my favorite gym experience i ever had was and the reason why i'm segueing is because i have nothing else to say about this fucking (laughs) job so we'll we'll do the pp scale here at the end but let's talk about gyms for a minute since it's a topic yeah my favorite gym experience was it was called bulldog gym it was when i moved to uh hollywood with the band i was in midwest so if you'll recall back episode the virgin megastore episode would probably be that or maybe the power rangers episode um, around that time frame, there was a gym walking distance from our apartment in Hollywood called Bulldog Gym, and it was like a not a chain; it was like one gym. They had it was the one that had a DJ on Friday nights. Do you remember that? Yes, yes. Yeah, it was the one where the guy asked me what I was on after like I'd been going there for a while, and he saw me making gains, and he thought for sure I was on fucking you know Mexican supplements. Sure, but yeah, um, that was my favorite gym experience. It was never like super crowded. People were in there lifting weights, wearing like ripped, you know, ripped like they're fucking. Uh, like a flannel shirt with the arms ripped off and then it's unbuttoned in the front and they're not wearing a shirt underneath. It was like one of those places, you know, like yeah. the rules were super loose. Yeah. A lot of like, uh, like legit kind of lifting people, not as much like model-y actory, which you see a lot in LA when you go to gyms, especially if you go to nicer gyms like Crunch or Equinox, you're going to see a lot of like Insta- nowadays Instagram models, shit like that. You'll, so in LA now doing go, a lot of glute raises yeah exactly now if you go to gyms in LA you're going to see a lot of like if you go to shitty gyms like LA fitness where it's you know 30 bucks a month or whatever um you're going to see a lot of like low level insta instagram wannabe models and then when you go to equinox or crunch then you're going to see the models that have you know tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of followers who are actually making some money off off of it they can afford to pay for the, the nicer gym <laughs> experience but either way you're going to run into a lot of that in LA and it fucking sucks because they crowd the fucking gyms. They're just, it's like they're fucking infestation, attractive infestation, you know, lots of, lots of fakeness, but infestation nonetheless. So yeah, this gym was really uh, a good experience. I really enjoyed it. Made a lot of good progress there. And I passed that fucking storefront a lot just cause it's kind of, it was, you know, near a job I had when I moved first moved here recently. Yeah. And it's <clears throat> nothing. It's like an empty storefront still. I mean, I've been here now almost seven years, and that fucking is still just an empty storefront. It makes me sad, because I I drive by, and I'm like, it'd be nice if they put something there, you know? (laughs) Just to, like, give it life, you know? So, yeah. To your your memory, was there something there after Bulldog left? Uh, I know that there was, but it wasn't there when I was there. I know it because I looked it up later. Like, I wonder what what took that spot. And it was some some kind of boutique-y store, like something something art related i remember seeing like weird pictures of cats with sunglasses in the window like when we first moved here it was already closed at that point but whoever had owned it before that or whoever was renting it before that had still left their like signage and shit in the windows yeah 
There's a gym right across the street from that gym that's like a big three-story. It's called Hollywood Gym, and it's also not a chain, but it's like big. Like It's a big blue building, three stories tall. They have a boxing gym in there. They have like an MMA gym. Um, and I've I lifted in there a couple times. Um, I don't like that gym nearly as much as I liked Bulldog. They're both better than fucking LA Fitness. So LA Fitness, the one that I was lifting at out here, sucks ass. I fucking hate it. In fact, I quit it not too long before COVID because I was like, I don't even like going there. It just makes me feel dirty going. It's just like run down as fuck. They don't care. I feel like Wh- which gym people, was that? It's called L- it's LA Fitness, but it's there's a specific one near me that's in East Hollywood that's just a fucking armpit. I hate it. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been thinking like after COVID fucking you know, releases its claws from us. Um, what my next move is going to be. There's a, there's a gold's gym in Hollywood that I think is a little more expensive that might keep some of the riffraff out. So I might try that. Um, unfortunately, like the CrossFit thing really overtook all the like smaller gyms are that now around here. So I don't, I don't want any part of that. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know exactly what I'm going to do, but what's your favorite gym experience? I have a couple. So, I started lifting weights shortly after we became friends and got into all that. Um, so I went to a bunch of different gyms, but my, f- you know, I eventually became a power lifter. So I, I wanted to live in a strictly powerlifting kind of like mentality gym. So I found this place called Rockwell Barbell. It's on Clybourne, like right near Damon and Clybourne and Diversity. And a small place and it's intimate and everyone's kind of like rooting each other on that kind of shit. Everyone has each other's backs. Yeah. And when you're, you know, squatting 500 pounds or deadlifting 500 pounds, that's good to have. So there was that. That's probably my favorite. But my second favorite was earlier on when I was powerlifting, I had a group of friends that we all trained together. Um, they weren't powerlifting specific, but we, you know, went in our bench day, went crazy shoulders, you know, yeah. we had our squat day and, and stuff like that. But having that camaraderie and that was at a small export and they're smaller and stuff like that. And it's more intimate. It's like a cooler vibe, kind of like your bulldog experience, right? Yeah. Um, minus the DJ on Fridays, <laughs> but it was like um, a DJ in a fenced off like cage area. <laughs> mm hmm. Yeah, sure. Uh, Actually, one of my other favorite experiences was probably going to that small gym with Dan. Oh, Quest. Yeah, going to Quest. Yeah, I liked Quest, Um, too. For for anyone who's listening, check out Two Seat Cinema, Dan and Lou. Yeah, you can hear me and Dan talk about movies and occasionally lifting weights. Exactly. So, but yeah, those are my three. Yeah, Quest is where I where I did 305 on free bench without a spotter, like a fucking moron. I was like, oh, I think I can do it. <laughs> when was the first time you benched 315? I never did 315. I did 315 on a Smith. Okay. But I never did free. I never did 315 free. It's it's thanks for bringing up a sore spot, fucking asshole. Dude, like I could have sworn you benched 315. It's the bane of my existence as I did. I benched 315 on a Smith machine, and which we both know doesn't fucking count. And I I don't believe I could have done it. I was very, very close. I got very close. It w- this would have been probably 2002, 2003 in that vicinity. 
Um, I was lifting. I actually, so this is the kind of moron I was. I had two gym memberships at the time. I lifted weights at Quest with Dan, but I also had a membership at Lef- Lifetime Fitness because they were open 24 hours. And occasionally I would lift weights at like midnight or one in the morning, depending on like my work schedule and shit. Sure. And also because it was dead in there. So it was fun to lift at like the dead of night because the people in there were all like huge buff weirdos, you know? Um, yeah. So, but yeah, I, I, I did 315 on the Smith machine probably a couple of times. I, I usually would do that like during a pyramiding set when I wanted to try to put up heavier weight and I didn't have a spotter at all. Yeah. So I would just see like what I could get on there. But yeah, I never did above 305 on free. free what weight. was your 305 like? Was it strong? Was it a struggle? No, it was, it was, it was strong, <clears throat> but I was like, I'm scared to do another one without a spot. Like I got one up solid and then I was like, I'm not comfortable to do that again. And I didn't feel comfortable moving up a notch from there on the same lift. And then I just never, I, I think I did 305 maybe twice, uh, just total over the years. But yeah, I think right around when I did that 305, it was around the same time I did the 315 on the Smith and I was working my way up to the 315 on, on free weight. And then something happened where I couldn't afford the gym memberships anymore. Um, we just, you know, life happened. Yeah. And then I didn't lift weights anymore for a while. And then when I get back into it, you know, you're always weaker for a while. And I just have never gotten back to that point at this point you know i'm 45 i'm not i'm not convinced that i could get back to that point at all i mean maybe if i did everything right but i don't we'll see one of these days i'm gonna get back in the gym and see what happens but yeah yeah um bane of my existence dude i never got that 315 i never got that fucking six plates such a bummer you could get back to it how'd you feel hitting that i think my first time was probably with dan really that's kind of yeah. cool it was very cool. Yeah, Dan was, you know, we kind of hyping each other up and stuff like that. Um, I can't remember the first time, though, but I feel like it was at Quest. Yeah. 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 I, You know, I was thinking, I was talking to Nick the other day about, like, one 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 rep maxes. Because he's, yeah. he's pushing for, he, he wants to hit 225 by, like, November or something like that. Um, we've, we've been talking about what he's doing, and... Shout out to little Nikki, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's he's doing crazy shit. Like he was like, oh, I could only squat, you know, one eighty five once. I could only do this once, and now he's basically repping his maxes for like five to eight reps. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, it's baby steps. Like, what do you mean it's fucking baby steps, dude? <laughs> that's like that's like mega accomplishment. I mean, I've been trying to get him to just fucking put the two twenty five on and and have his wife spot him, but he's he doesn't want to like make, wake her up that early in the morning to do it. Is that a bench or a squat? A bench, because mm. he's I I don't remember what his he's doing like one eighty five ten times or something like that. Some something like where he should be able to do like at least two fifteen once. I think you you bench. could have benched three fifteen if you if you probably had one and a half one and three quarters of 305 in you yeah you just need the the confidence to have someone standing behind you yeah you probably yeah i mean that's that's what it is right because (laughs) either i'm gonna lift this weight or it's gonna fucking kill me so right well i was like i was just saying i was talking to him about one rep maxes and i you know i've done leg work um i don't really like those powerlifting lifts i don't like deadlifts um squats i've i do when i have leg day it's like on the agenda i've never done it for like to see how much i could do because i just never gave a fuck like as long as my legs didn't look disproportionate i was fine 
but I've never felt impressed by leg weight. It just is not something I've ever felt stoked on, which is kind of like the the sign that I'm a fucking a dope, you know, like like, you know, those most bros, you know, they, they, they care about like, well, what do you bench? But they don't give a fuck about anything else, which is kind of where I'm at. But I don't think it's in an, an healthy way necessarily. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's what's funny about it, too, because I was the same way for a long time. And it wasn't until I started squatting that everything else got bigger. I wish I enjoyed it more. I mean, I just don't enjoy it that much. I'll do it. It's not unpleasant. Deadlifts are, to me, were always stupid looking. Like, the, the actual motion of them feels like you're not actually doing anything. It doesn't feel like that, but it, it, when you're doing it with low weight, it's like literally, uh, <laughs> you know? You know, how, you know how shrugs feel? Where you're like, am I actually doing anything right now? That's I, how shrugs always felt to me. I used to shrug with 600 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, right? You can do it because it's such a small movement that you can do ridiculous weight like that. And that's kind of how deadlifts always feel to me. Now, that said, I've never done strong deadlift weight. I've deadlifted with like weight that was reasonable and been like, yeah, I don't like the way that feels. I don't feel like I'm doing anything. I'd yeah. rather just do like lower back exercises and, you know, work all the, the parts the way I work them. But yeah, I don't know. Again, I never got into powerlifting either because I just... Uh, I don't know. The just ladies never... don't care about that. You want to see it's the vice? Like, well, I mean, ladies don't give a fuck about how much you bench either. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's there's some truth to that, obviously. Like, I, I do the fucking the, um, cosmetic exercises. But, or I did. I mean, I'm, it's laughable to say now because I'm a big fat idiot. But, <laughs> yeah, like, I did care about that stuff. Um, I would way overwork my shoulders because I have terrible shoulders for some reason. My my deltoids are garbage, so I would do twice as much shoulder work always just to keep them close to even with everything else. Yeah. But yeah, like, uh, yeah. I, no, I was talking to Nick about one rep maxes. And yeah. Thinking about, like, my experience with it. And I, the first time I did 200 alone on flat bench, I was in the basement before work, uh, working at the theater. I had my fucking bow tie on and my shirt and everything. And I was like, you know, 200 had been like on the agenda for a while. I was still in high school. I was like, I'm going to put this 200 up. Fuck it. And I just lay down on the bench and I did it. And obviously adrenaline did most of the work because I thought I was going to die under that fucking weight. <laughs> and then, yeah, the next milestone to 25 was, you know, maybe two years later. Um, I think Dan was there for that one. I think it was a living room lift with Dan. Nice. And then 250 was um, was alone at the gym. It was actually a bulldog, the gym we were talking about. But I didn't have a spotter. It was just like, fuck it, I'm going to try it. I think I was pyramiding up to my last set of two. was at like 240. And I was like, I could do 250, that kind of thing. And then the first time I did 275 was alone at my apartment with Dan, like maybe a, a year later. Maybe less than that, but at, at it was around when I met Tammy when I did 275 alone like a fucking moron. And then, yeah, 305, I told you, I was alone for. I mean, I was in a gym, so if I started screaming, I'm sure somebody would have ran over, but I didn't ask <laughs> for a spot. Yeah, I just <laughs> just did it. <laughs> I The only time I ever asked for spots in the gym was like at the end of a, you know, like doing my like pyramiding up my last two reps or something. I'd ask maybe a guy, especially if like you're trading in and out with somebody yeah. on, a, on a bench. So I have done that, but I don't like to ask for a spot when I'm doing a one rep mask. It just feels like, like, hey, man, I'm going to do this weight here. And if I if I can't get it up, like, I'm going to have to look you in the eye for the rest of the time I lift at this gym. Like, I'm probably never going to come back to this gym again. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather just li- like live or die under that weight. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I, I, do you do you know what your one rep max is on bench? Currently, no. Like what it was, like your highest. My my best was three eighty five. Yeah. Okay. And that was actually I was really pumped about that because in powerlifting competitions you have to pause the weight, wait for a press command. I paused it. It wasn't a significant pause. Like it, I wouldn't have made the lift in a competition, but it was like fucking had a lift off, took it down, pause, press. Yeah. So yeah, I was really pumped about that. Um, and my bench right now probably isn't that bad at Christmas time. We were at um, Christie's cousins, and they have a setup in the garage. And I took two seventy five for five paused. Nice. Yeah, so smashed it. And then in October, I uh, <laughs> got under a squat bar and squatted fucking three fifty five for a set of two. <laughs> so it's, I mean, but that's what's amazing about lifting is is so much of it is about technique, dude. Yeah. I mean, in powerlifting, like, there's a little bit of an arch. You know, it's not like one of those fucking, like, half circles on the bench. That's not how I do it. Yeah. But, um, you know, you got to get everything involved and everything firing at the same time. I'll be honest. I hate watching powerlifting. Yeah. Like, even watching you do it, like, when you've posted videos and shit on Instagram. Yeah. I'm just like, something about it's very off-putting for me. It doesn't... It feels like spastic a little bit. Like the actual lift is all right, but like the pre-lift stuff you do to get yourself like ready is yeah. like a, it's a little cringy for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? What? what is it just like silly or kind of? It's kind of silly and it's kind of like, <sighs> and you do like some weird body move, but you're not doing anything I haven't seen other people do. Like you're doing the things that people do when they power lift, but all right. that shit just looks like when I obviously never lifted the kind of weight you lifted, but. Like, when I would lift my heavy weights, I would just be like, all right, I'm doing it. I'd lay down the fucking bench. I'd, like, you know, roll my shoulders once and then just let's do this shit. Yeah. But I wasn't, like, pausing when I, like, trying to prove anything to anybody. You know, I was, like, basically pull the winch down, the, the weight down, like, push it up, you know, like a nice fluid motion. Yeah. Not Try not to be jerky with it. Try not to, like, do only half a fucking rep, you know, that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, every once in a while, you know, you, you grunt out a... a, a heavyweight and make a stupid noise but i don't know it's just powerlifting is not for me I, it's also a little bit the outfit you know it's like wrestling right you're watching wrestlers like kick ass and you're like yeah these guys are really good and they could fuck me up that looks so ridiculous <laughs> but that they're outfit. wearing a singlet the, the singlet yeah the singlet is the dumbest looking thing one probably can wear yeah you'd, you'd look less dumb wearing it like a canadian tuxedo i think <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing Anyway, this was a good time. Yeah. Lifting weights. I'm sure we lost all of our female listeners at that point. Exactly. All, all, you know, th- thousands of our female listeners are, are like, oh, we're going to skip this one. Rest I'll put a nice, peace. like, instead of an E for explicit, it'll be like a, a W for weightlifting. <laughs> <laughs> e for exercising. All right. Oh, so a uh, PP scale for balance. Yeah. I, you know what? It's a five. I never gave it a fair chance. I can't, I can't say whether or not the job would have been good. It was just too far. Too far, man. Nine miles is, is just too far a walk. Yeah. Um, Agreed. I think the farthest I've walked for a job is probably like four or five miles. And it wasn't a regular thing, you know? And that's enough. That is plenty. Yeah. yeah. Ten, mi- 10 miles a day, go fuck yourself. Even in shape, it's a good way to fucking get blisters. Yeah, for sure. Uh, All right. You know where we're going next time? <laughs> where? I know you don't know, but I'm going to tell you. Please. This will be a good one. It's the ESPN X Games Skate Park. 
Oh, look, you got excited. <laughs> crossing crossing a dream off the list a little bit. A little bit, yeah. This is this will be a fun one. Um, it doesn't end up fun. I'll, I'll, spoiler alert. <laughs> kind of an ugly ending to this one. But, hey, you'll have to tune in next time to hear that. So, yeah, next time we're going to talk about skateboarding a little bit. I'll see you next time, Lucho. See you there. Love you.